1: Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I'm here with Kevin Clark of PlanConfidence.com. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth, for having me. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. So tell everybody what PlanConfidence does, because you're up to some really cool stuff.
0: Yeah, so PlanConfidence is a software as a service company, if you will, uh, that we created a technology that allows us to work with the held away 401k 403b tsp accounts if they're a federal employee uh, and we could deliver advice like no other. We could deliver any financial professional's advice to as many of their clients held away accounts with a couple keystrokes.
1: Okay, so that sounds fantastic because a lot of one of our biggest issues is advisors, right? Is a lot of times The client's biggest asset is their 401k. That most of the time, stereotypically, we think we can't get paid on. Some advisors will advise on it anyway, in the hopes that the client will roll it to them when they retire and accept no compensation for it. And it's kind of informal. Um, Then their client advisors who won't even touch it because again, there's no E and O on it; they can't get paid on it. So, tell me a little bit about how you originally how'd you come up with the idea? How'd you bridge the gap? Yeah, so, uh, and to go to your point about whether they should touch it or not, a lot of
0: firms won't even allow their advisors to touch it because there's um, highly complex ERISA rules uh, that are uh, baked into our software. So, you know, we always say even if the advisors don't know the ERISA rules, they can't run a file of them. <laughs> uh, we could talk about some of those later, but you know, they're, they're more having to deal with, you know, whether you have a prudent process to begin with, it's been disclosed and, uh, you know, to deliver the advice. How I got started was I was an advisor myself with a practice in the suburbs of Chicago from 97 to 2017 when I sold the business just to focus on uh, getting this technology out in other financial advisors' hands. Um, it came out of the 08 crisis. When clients were coming to me saying, Kev, I don't care about the money you're handling, you're doing fine. Look at my 401k, I'm getting killed. <laughs> and I knew enough back then to know that, you know, being an ERISA nerd, uh, that you couldn't just tell somebody exactly what to do with that. If you're going to cross what the Department of Labor claims, you know, from education over to advice, there's very specific things that need to be done. So I started doing it manually, you know. So the first and foremost is you have to get the, the full fund listing of all the available investment options from the employer. You have to review all those in a specific manner, such as, you know, you have to look at the fees, you can't look at past performance. Um, you have to map models over to it, um, you know, and it was very time-consuming, very labor-consuming, um, unless all of your clients were at one employer, right? Because the employer is the one who chooses the investment options, and not us as financial advisors. So I quickly realized how time-consuming it was to do it manually. Even though Word was getting out and people were referring me a lot of business because I was starting to help them on a more formalized basis. You know, in terms of literally sending them a written PDF at the time of here's what you should you know make your 401k look like if you're moderate aggressive. So,
1: so then you created it to solve your issue you were having, and then how did that turn into Plan Confidence? Because theoretically, you could have done the first versions on an Excel spreadsheet. That's exactly what we did. Right. Okay. So I've done the same thing where I typed in all the clients' funds and I built my own allocation. So when did that become a, when did the light bulb, how did the light bulb go off where you said, I need to make this a software program that's like scalable?
0: Yeah, so it's probably around 2011-12 in that area where I literally was having maybe like 80 or 90 clients who wanted me to provide the service to them. And it takes about 20 to 30 minutes per client to do it. So, you know, just think about how much time that takes if you're doing quarterly rebalancing or or something of that. So I literally started to hate the month end, the quarter ends, you know, whenever I was going to get the, uh, the emails out to them. So I went to a friend of mine who I was delivering the PDF to his wife to manage Uh, her 401k at Kellogg's in Chicago. And I said, look, let me show you the process I have to go through for your wife to get to the three page PDF and all my other clients. Is this something that we can automate? And he was a software developer. So he took a look at the process and said, if you could label it, I could automate it. So I said, great. Um, And then we spent about six months where I was speaking financial and he was speaking technology. (laughs) We had to reinterpret everything. Um, until it hit me one day of how programmers think, um, which is uh, if this, then that, IFTT. Um, so as soon as I realized that's how they thought we had to do it, we literally started cranking out the, uh, the software to the point where what used to take me about eight to 10 hours that month and now took me about two to three minutes, as long as we had all the data proper of the first
1: time in our database. Well, obviously, that's a huge time saver and scalable when did you start um, taking it to other financial advisors and insurance agents? So it was probably around 13, 14. Um, I was at a
0: conference in Florida. And, you know, being from Chicago, you know, you'd take the, any conference in Florida you could get to in yes. January or February. <laughs> um, you know, and, and I always say you learn probably the most you're going to learn is when you're sitting around, you know, either having some cocktails or at dinner or so, but we were all at dinner and I think there was like six or eight of us at a round table and we we're just kind of going around the table saying, how do you market this and that? And I remember I just pulled out my phone and I said, well, you know, I tell people what to do with their 401k. This is what it looks like. And I had a you know rough version on the phone before we had the app out. Um, and about five of the advisors out of the six there went, Oh my God, that's awesome. Can I use that with my clients? And I was like, I don't know, because it was only built for one person. So I had to go back to Mark and say, Hey, you know, how do we put up, you know, firewalls? How do we have different disclosures? How do we have different auditing procedures for different advisors? And uh, so we kind of went back to the drawing board with that and then got to the version that we have today, right around 2016 which is the exact time that the Obama administration made uh, almost any conversation with a uh, ERISA covered account, a fiduciary one. So we bit the bullet and said, okay, let's take all the uh, advice that we have because we had certain pieces of the technology, which could be construed as advice. And let's just put it in an SEC wrapper. So we formed an internet only RIA, put the technology in there. So now we have technically two versions of our software, a fully bundled version for, Uh, RIAs that are out there. There's about 50,000 IARs (laughs) that are either SEC or state registered uh, that have access to our full version, which is we have the ability to deliver advice. We can help them place trades. We can help them collect fees, so on and so forth. We also have another version for insurance agents and FINRA reps, which there's about a million insurance agents and 660,000 FINRA reps uh, which technically qualify under the Department of Labor, what's called Interpretive Bulletin 96 1, which is a safe harbor for somebody who's not licensed to actually provide computerized asset allocation models and still have them
1: considered education and not cross the line to advice. So if we're insurance only, your software, your version of the software works. If we're Series 7, Series fee based, RIA, IAR, you've got a version that works. How has the reception been in terms of over the last few years getting the software and the service out to the marketplace?
0: Um, the, we've started the marketing process by actually going after smaller RIA firms. Um, Cause it's basically myself and Mark and then another, you know, employee that we bootstrap this thing from the ground up. So I said, you know, there's no sense in going straight to Merrill Lynch or Edward Jones or any of these major large companies where it's going to take us years and hundreds of thousands of dollars in marketing fees. So we just said, Hey, look, let's start going after where I'm talking to um, the person on the phone. Who's the head of the RIA, who is the chief compliance officer who sweeps the floors, who <laughs> you know, um, so the sales process was pretty quick that way. Um, that has then uh, since gotten us into larger um, cases as the word's getting out. We've been pretty, I don't want to say the word cautious, but um, thoughtful about the growth that we have because we don't want to, you know, overpromise and underdeliver. Um So we're, we're still out there, you know, working with uh, mainly RIA space that want to scale up the ones that love us are the ones that have been doing it manually, just like I was. And they come in and they go, Oh my God, I've been doing this for 25 people. And it takes us, you know, it takes my staff member three days a month to do it. Um, your software could literally do it in a couple minutes.
1: That is absolutely incredible with all the success that you've had. Um, what's your biggest challenge now? Um, our biggest challenge now is really, uh, getting the
0: word out there that most advisors don't even realize that you're not supposed to actually give advice on these 401k assets, unless you're following a prudent process that's compliant with the So a lot of advisors we talk to, they say, Hey man, I didn't even realize, you know, I'll sit down with that client once a year at an annual meeting and I'll do some chicken scratches on their statement. Or if they call on the phone, you know, we'll open it up through a zoom meeting and I'll tell them, you know, Hey, buy 10% PIMCO total return this and that. Yeah. Without realizing that the Supreme Court's gotten involved, and there's a case, a very uh, cool case there right now, um, where a, a fund uh, 401k uh, Northwestern University uh, in Evanston, Illinois, uh, is actually getting sued for having too many investment options <laughs> um, versus just the high fees or whatnot. But the Supreme Court also got involved in a case called Tibble v. Edison years ago, where you may now be responsible for the lifetime of your client for any advice that you give. It used to be six years. So a client could come back and sue you if you didn't do it right. Um, or I talk to advisors all the time who say, Hey, I tell all my clients to buy all the bonds in the 401k and all the stocks and the non-qualified accounts. And from a tax diversification standpoint, um, you know, it works way better. Um, and I say, Hey, that's great. But you know, one of the rules under ERISA is you have to have a diversified recommendation to that client um, so you technically could get sued and be responsible for losses, fees, you know, excess, all that. And it's all personal liability. There's no corporate protection when, when you're dealing with it. Uh, and that's why a lot of the large firms shy away from it. So we've kind of taken that risk out with the, uh, with the advice version that we have because it's all in an RIA. We stand behind the technology and we use co-advisory agreements with those firms, with the insurance agents and whatnot. We don't have to worry about it because we're not crossing that line from education to advice. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? Um, what I really like best is when advisors kind of get that eureka moment um because we have what we call plan confidence university we used to have a four-week training program we required you to go through um, we kind of put it all on video now and it's about two and a half hours of video that that's all out there um and we'll say hey go through this it goes through everything that you need to know about ERISA it goes through how to talk to clients you know sales and marketing and all that and then when a client goes you know calls me back and our clients are the advisors so if an advisor calls you back and says hey cap just like you said would happen, man. This guy called and said he had a 401k and that's all he had and this and that. And then, you know, they called me and said, hey, can you cancel that subscription that I'm paying on because I'm switching jobs, you know, and he had $800,000 to roll over and it was really that easy. <laughs> that's when we're like, wow, that's really cool because we consider that a success because, you know, I was an advisor for 20 years. We know the ultimate goal. Uh, Because from a security stand, security selection and an asset allocation standpoint, the IRA is always going to be better than the 401k, uh, that the ultimate goal for most of these advisors is to say, hey, look, let's get them the best job, the best advice we can while they're still working, given the options their employer chose. But ultimately, we need to get that into an IRA so we can manage it properly versus just advise on the 20 or 30 investment options their
1: employer chose. That makes total sense. Well, you are doing a lot of good for a lot of people and a lot of agents and a lot of advisors. For our folks watching or listening who want to learn more, where is the best place for us to send them?
0: Yeah, planconfidence.com, um, you know, P-L-A-N, confidence.com. Um, just check that out. There's a little section that says, are you either an individual or an advisor? Click the advisor. It'll take you to our uh,
1: site that we built just for uh, financial professionals. All right. This has been Seth Green with Kevin Clark from planningconfidence.com. Kevin, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Seth. Thanks everybody for watching and listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.